Welcome to It's All Good, a podcast all about well-being. Every episode, my guests and I share personal stories to empower others to do good and feel good. I'm Lauren, and today I'm joined by my friend Rit, who's here to share his experience coming out to his traditional Asian parents. We talk about dealing with parents with different values, how the coming out experience differs in North American versus Asian cultures, and how coming out affects mental health. He is a recent UBC graduate with a degree in pharmacology, and he'll be returning to UBC this fall to study medicine. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Rit. <laughs> Why are you waving? <laughs> <laughs> you do know that this is just audio, right? We're not being filmed. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I know that. Okay, I'm Rit. I'm a friend of Lauren's. <laughs> I'm not sure if we call each other friends, like, two of us because like you know we have a frenemy kind of relationship (laughs) i'd say we're friends okay cool (laughs) i'm glad we're clarifying that now yeah 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 our co-workers i don't know colleagues colleagues yeah (laughs) yeah Um, so i know lauren from the wellness peer program at uvc and if you don't know what that is, listen to the trailer of this season. Yeah, I talk more about it. I mean, you've been talking about it every single episode, I feel. Do you listen to every episode? <laughs> I've listened to some of them. <laughs> so one of them. No, no, more than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised. I've listened to like maybe 10. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> See, I'm a fan. <laughs> It's true. I mean, it just comes up a lot. Like, I have wellness peers on the show. And, yeah, exactly. I mean, the show's about well-being and mental health. What, can, what do you expect, right? Exactly. So we got to work closely together, mm. some would say, unfortunately. <laughs> no, um, some, most. <laughs> <laughs> we would say, unfortunately, others, fortunately. We led a team together on wellness peers, mm-hmm, yeah. um, the workshops team, and we mm-hmm. trained our team to deliver workshops on campus. So yeah, yeah. that's been a fun experience. It was pretty good. That's about us, if you're wondering. So I asked you to come up with a memory that you have mm-hmm. of you and I. What did yeah. you come up with? I just remember um, laughing at our own jokes <laughs> when we were, like, trying to lead the workshop team through a meeting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we, like, joke ar- around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, the team knows that. And then, like, I'll say something stupid. And then you say something, like... Oh, Rit's so stupid. I never said that. <laughs> I thought it, but I would never say that <laughs> at our meetings. <laughs> In a sarcastic way. Yeah. Yeah, and then everybody would laugh. And I think that's maybe why we've become so close. Like, we bond over humor? Mm-hmm. Question mark? Yeah. Okay. Question mark? <laughs> I have a memory that okay. I, I'm going to share. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> and it was... It was the first time. So this episode's about you coming out. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> I forgot about oh, this. Oh, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> and I remember, so we didn't know, as in us and um, our other volunteers, we didn't know you were gay until like a year into knowing you. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that you were hiding it or anything, no. but it just never came I up. really wasn't hiding it. Yeah. Like, I was talking about The Bachelor. I mean, like, Katy, <laughs> the Katy Perry music Katy Perry. <laughs> Queer Eye. Yeah. And in hindsight, it's so obvious. Yeah. But I just thought, whoa, this is a really like woke guy. Woke straight guy. So progressive. Yeah, honestly, like this that's exactly what I thought. Um 
you're still woke, but just you're just not straight. <laughs> I, I remember we had our first um, social, like volunteer uh, yeah. social for the team leaders. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I don't know if it's obvious, but I'm gay. <laughs> and you showed us like your all your dating apps and you put it on Mel's like big screen TV. <laughs> okay, you have to preface the story by saying okay. that we were talking about Tinder before. I think it's okay without <laughs> any context. <laughs> Okay. Oh, and somebody yeah. else had already showed their like Tinder profile, so I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we can look through mine too." And then everybody was like, "Um, that's kind of weird." <laughs> no one thought that. I wanted to see it. Oh, okay. Did like <laughs> seeing a guy's Tinder profile is kind of different. Well, just to see what it's like from the other side. That's true. And yeah. then I was like, "Yeah, actually, I'm gay." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I honestly didn't know, but thank you for. I think only Annika knew. Mm-hmm. Out of the whole team. Yeah. And that was just like, you know, I wasn't really hiding it. Like, we're talking about The Bachelor. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was surprised at how how well you knew all the people on the show yeah. and how dedicated you were. And I mean, like, were. I mean, we're, I'm joking about like, oh, we're t- we're, I was talking about The Bachelor and Korea. I mean, straight <laughs> guys can like all that stuff too. Did you say that? No. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't say it when I came out to you guys. Oh, but I, I'm just saying now that, like, oh, it's, like, the stereotype, the stereotype that, like, I'd like The Bachelor or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um doesn't necessarily always fit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Well, well we can go into that more. Uh, so thanks for being on my podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about my coming out experience. Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo. Oh, my God. All right, so do you want to just go into it? Yeah, sure. Before I start talking about my experience, I wanted to talk about um, the coming out process in general. Um, I feel like uh, growing up, well, I grew up in Thailand like for 13 years and then I moved here. And then, you know, there are not a lot of queer um, media, I guess. So I watched a lot of like YouTube videos where like the person, like the vlogger was like queer or, like, I'd watch, you know, um, really sad, like, gay movies. <laughs> or, like, really, like, short... <laughs> like, okay. really, like, really, like, short um, videos or, like, short movies that are, like, produced, like, independently without, like, a major studio. And so everybody had the conversation that, like... And they still do in, to this day that, like, you know, uh, everything that's portrayed as, like, the gay lifestyle is kind of, like... Um, doesn't have an ha- a happy ending in the movies. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of people try to compensate for that kind of with their coming out experience uh, videos on YouTube when we were like in high school during that time. It was like Tyler Oakley, Connor Franta, or you know like Troy Sivan. Not that they were like trying to um, try to sh- trying to change that experience, but if they had like a good experience, they'd want to share it kind of thing. Um, and, like, Ellen gave, like, you know, there were, like, twins that came out to their dad and they were crying on their phone and all that stuff. So I think, uh, in a way, that kind of shaped our generation's views of coming out, kind of, that it's going to be, like, a cathartic experience, like, you're going to finally be your true self. Um, and that, like, coming out is, like, it's a positive thing, the kind of thing, which it totally can be. Like, in, I think in a lot of people's experience, it, it is like that. Um, especially, I think, if you have uh, people who support you. Um, 
But I wanted to talk about how my experience be- being like Asian, being an immigrant, uh, being from Thailand, uh, a Chinese family, a traditional, more traditional kind of family, how that is different from kind of like the the normal, I guess not the normal, but the westernized idea of coming out. I think like family is really important, I think in uh, Eastern culture compared to uh, Western, making a generalization, but um, I think in Western culture, it's more of like, um, if you're, you're like unapologetically you. Cause like, if you're living your best life, then <laughs> Nobody can see that I'm dancing while I'm doing this. I'm so glad this is an audio podcast. <laughs> if you're living your best life, then you should just do oh it. Oh my god. Some things I can never unsee. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not actually this mean to other people, by the way. It's just no, to it. Just to me. Yeah. I'm special. Well, don't think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, um but in, in the Eastern culture I think uh family is really important. I was kind of nervous coming out because my parents are more on the traditional side, uh, even though they're, they're not like um, super traditional in their understanding. Um, my mom had recently um, converted to Christianity um, and she really went in. Like she's like listening to podcasts, listening to ooh, what podcasts? Kind of podcast? <laughs> Christian podcasts or live streams more like um and like listening to, you know, like Christian music all the time, that kind of thing. Like Christian she... music's pretty good. Sorry to interrupt. Oh no, totally. Yeah. I love Christian music. I was singing Amazing <laughs> Grace the other day, and then my mom was like, "Oh my God, you're singing a church song!" And I'm like, "Yeah, just because it's good." I mean, I wouldn't think it's a church song. It's just like a patriotic anthem. Yeah, it is. But yeah, she was like, "Have you converted?" I'm like, oh, "Not yet." <laughs> Maybe so, one day, mom. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, that wasn't really helpful with the coming out process. Um, so I'll just go in and tell my story now, now that I've prefaced like the background. So basically, my mom kind of found out um, in a way that I won't disclose. <laughs> An interesting way. Um, okay. Not the fault of anybody. Probably my own fault for being careless. But Your she, own fault, yeah. Yeah, my own fault. But mm-hmm. I can't believe you tried to blame it on someone else. No, I didn't try to blame it. But she found out, anywho. Um, <laughs> you can probably guess how she found out. <laughs> no. She, okay, she found out and I, like, she was not impressed. She was like, well, she didn't actually find out first. She, like, found something and she was like, how do you explain this? Mm-hmm. Right? And then, like, there's no really any other way for me to explain it other than to come out. So that I did that. And she, like, when I came out, if I could go back in time, I would probably do it a little differently. Um, mm-hmm. I was w- very, like, passionate about it at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you know, we've been repressed because of this and this. Like, the so- like so- socio-cultural impact of, like, me coming out or, like... You know, me moving here, um, like how that's changed my views and how religion is a scam, not that stuff. <laughs> I mean, religion's not a scam, but how, like, uh, I talked about, like, Leviticus and, like, oh I God. quoted, like, the Bible first, because I've read up on, on these things. Um, so I was going on for, like, a 45-minute tangent on, <laughs> on why she should accept me. 
<laughs> I was like, I'm living my best life. <laughs> I like have all these friends to support me. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I I had never come out before because I think like everybody kind of just knew. Um, I mean, I'd never come out. I've come out like a few times um, in like a large group of people, um, but not anything like like this. It's usually just like, oh, by the way, I'm gay, yeah. <laughs> which is like totally not the same feel. Um, so yeah, I I told her. She took like her time to like think about it. Um, I understand. I totally understand where she's coming from. Like a place of love and. You know, wanting the best for me, but that wasn't really helpful. Like you know, sometimes like intentions do help me understand, but the result is still not really in my favor. Um, so then she told me that I t- I had to tell my dad um, the next time uh, I see him, or well, she didn't really tell me. She was like, "Are you gonna tell your dad?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll think about it. Um, I think I will." Um, Cause I, I had planned on coming out to them, or I, at least I thought about it in the past like couple of years, um, and I think in Western I I felt a bit of pressure from the media or like I guess from people in general around our age. Cause I think like if you've known for a while, like uh, I thought that like around twenty one or twenty two is like the age that you kind of come out, which is totally false. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no real like right age to do it, um, but yeah, I felt a little bit of pressure, and so I thought I would tell my dad, but then I went home to Thailand for the summer, and then I I saw him, and he kept asking about like you know do you have a girlfriend, <laughs> like what kind of girls are you into? Your dad's asking you. That? Oh yeah, yeah, because oh he's God. like <laughs> I know he is like totally, well. I don't see him very often, so every time I do, he makes an effort to like try to ask me about my life, which is very much appreciated. <laughs> I think that's like really great that he cares. <laughs> but then he would ask about like girls, and I'm gonna be like, um, uh, yeah. Uh. What did you say? So I would just say, I would actually like tell him everything, like if I've been, you know, like I've been around the block a few times. <laughs> And so oh I tell I tell him that, but I um, I wouldn't specify the gender of uh, mm. my partners. So my dad just asked me about that, um, and so I like felt I didn't feel very comfortable to coming out to him, and knowing that he's like a more conservative kind of person, and like my mom's experience of like not really accepting me, I think that kind of like made me scared to come out. Um, I I felt that I I thought about it and I was like I feel like I'm being pressured to come out and that made me not want to come out, um, and so I was like okay I'm not ready yet I think I'll do it the next time I come home, like in a few years or something or I was like maybe when like I find a partner or and about to get married blah 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 oh him. that's a way to tell him <laughs> no people do that though yeah just yeah, send yeah. like a wedding invite. <laughs> Surprise! Just like, like bring them in before you get married, that kind of thing. Oh um, my god! Yeah, I think that's actually uh, pretty common. Oh really? Yeah, in at least in Thailand. Oh. Cause I I told, <laughs> I told like one person at the club. I went to the club in Thailand. 
That's just you trying to say that you went to the club. It's probably unrelated to the story. I started talking to this, like, really old, like, lady. Uh, Not really old. Oh, my God. Sorry. Your target demographic. She's, like, middle-aged. All right. Don't try to... You already settled. (laughs) Don't try to backpedal now. (laughs) She's, like, middle-aged, and then she has, like, a lot of gay friends, so they, like, hang out at the gay bar there. And then I told her, like, I just come out to my dad. And she's, like, how old are you? And I'm, like, I'm 21. And then she's like, oh, wow, I kind of feel sorry for your dad. Why? Because it's young too or it's old too? No, yeah, no, it's young. Okay. Because, like, I told him really young. And so, um, you know, like, his idea of me is going to change really early on. Which is, like, on the one hand, it's like, he said that, oh, it's good to tell me early so that I know what I'm dealing with. And then on the other hand, like, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's the way they were telling. They they wanted to talk about it, like oh, the way she was phrasing it, like mm-hmm. you know, ignorance is bliss. So I came out to my. Uh, oh, actually, no, I hadn't come out to him yet. Um, and it was like a week, or like actually, no, it was like three days before I had to fly back. Um, and they kept talking, you know, about my personal life, and so it came up again, um, in a conversation. Like we were sitting at the dinner table. It was like me, my dad, and my mom. And then mom was like, oh, by the way, don't you have something to tell your dad? Something important to tell your dad? <laughs> and then I was like, I was caught off guard. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, uh, okay, you're going to have to sit down for this. <laughs> <laughs> I already sat down. <laughs> did you say, did you, is that a joke? Or no, I'm, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, there's kind of something important I wanted to tell you. And then mm-hmm. dad was like, oh, what is it? Mm-hmm. And then... And I, I told him, I was like, I'm gay. Um, I, you know, I've been telling you stories about, like, my, like, sexual adventures. The partner that I'm, the partner, partners that I'm with aren't, um, women. And then he was, like, shocked. His response yeah. was like, oh, okay. You know, it's like when you're shocked, like, you don't really have a response at all, mm-hmm. response at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, I didn't really give him time to respond. I was like, yeah, I've known for a long time. All my friends have known, like, since I was, like, in elementary school. Um, and then he's like, you've known all this time? And I was like, yeah, it's not a phase. <laughs> <laughs> I've known since I was, like, 10. And then he, like, had questions for me. He's like, does this mean you have to dress up like a girl now? <laughs> does this mean that you can't go into the men's washroom? Like, oh my god, th- really? Can you still punch people? <laughs> can you still go to the gym? Like, like, how does this work with you, like, trying to, like, get, like, mus- muscles and, like, you know, going to the gym all the time? Like, how does <laughs> mm-hmm. that work? And then I'm like, okay. Ooh, so we got gender, work to do. <laughs> sexual preference mm-hmm. is not the same thing as, like, gender identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told him that. And then I talked to him about, <laughs> I brought up my Instagram. <laughs> and then I showed him like a group of like really muscular gay guys at like an EDM festival. This is your background on your phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and then I'm like, these guys, you see these guys? They're hot and they're like all muscular, right? Oh my god, I can't believe you're showing this to your dad. <laughs> no. And then I'm like, they're all gay. And he's like, his world is just like blown. <laughs> yeah, blown away. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he started talking about like how how can we repair this like how mm. can I convert you like how do you become straight again like do you want to try it with a girl like do you <laughs> Oh my god! Like, how can I best help you? <laughs> mm-hmm. He was like really caring, but also like really not like understanding of right. what's happening. Mm-hmm. Which is, I I guess like you need to kind of like know more about the culture, know more about like, uh, you know, if you've never watched like a gay person on TV before, or like you've never really understood like what it means. Like, it's just blocked out of your mind. Like, you've never been exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Like, if if somebody starts talking about it, you're just going to be, like, confused. And and I think mm-hmm. that was, like, kind of the, the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so he... <laughs> he was just like, how do how do I convert you? Like, should we, like, book a session with a psychiatrist? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, uh, I'm going to just give you time to, like, mm-hmm. deal with this. Like, give you space and, like, let you think about it. I don't think I'm changing in any way at all. Like this is the this is the you, the me that you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought that was it. The next morning, uh, my mom's like, "Oh, by the way, uh, we we have an appointment with a psychiatrist today." Oh my god! <laughs> so, mm. so then I had to like um, go to the psychiatrist and talk to her about my experience. Um, basically, what she told me was like, "Oh yeah, you're fine." Mm-hmm. Um, her wording choice is kind of like a little um, different um, because I think she doesn't really deal with like people like parents bringing their kid in to convert it's usually like people struggling with their own identity coming in to her like how do I tell other people or like if they want to live like a conventional lifestyle like how do I do that while I'm like I feel I have like a different sexual preference mm. um and so she was like you have chosen <laughs> this life <laughs> which mm. i mean like the perspective the western like narrative is that like you're born this way but to me i do feel like it's more fluid in that and your experience do influence like your preferences even though people people like kind of just say like oh you're born this way kind of thing and kind of brush it off um but I, I do understand where she's coming from because sometimes, like, you... It's like you choose to uh, lead a life, like, this way. It's like a choice of lifestyle kind of thing, even though you're not being your true self, but you're um, kind of, like, going with the convention to please everybody and, you know, kind of sacrificing yourself so that everybody live, like, in a more peaceful manner. Like, you don't have to fight with your family kind of thing. Which, I think in a lot of people's mind in the Western world, that's why I wanted to bring it back to, like, Western, Eastern ideas. I think in the Western world, um, that would be really, like, thought of as, like, like, why would you have to do that? Why would you have to sacrifice yourself? Like, you're not going to be happy. Um, but then sometimes, like, they gain more happiness from having family around, you know, and not rocking that boat. And that makes them more happy than... It depends on what you value, right? Um, if family is, like, really something that you can't ever give up, then then you might have to just, you know, live a bachelor life or, like, be on a down low or... I don't know. It's a different kind of choice. Which is what my psychiatrist kind of was getting at, I think. That, like, oh, you've chosen this life. You're just gonna have to. Like, I don't think you're gonna budge because, like, I think you know yourself pretty well. 
So you're just going to have to wait for your parents to come around. Um, that was it. Uh, and Lauren, when I told this to Lauren, when I told her the story, um, I was like talking about how um, I thought it was supposed to be a cathartic experience. But to me, I think it was kind of uh, a natural progression of everything. I never had like, you know, an aha moment. But then thinking back, thinking back about how I was and how this experience achieved me, it was actually a cathartic experience. Like, I would never have had this kind of perspective if I didn't come out. I probably would still be like, like, you should come out and be your true self. <laughs> that kind of feel. Yeah. <laughs> You're just laughing at me snapping in the background. <laughs> um, You've been doing that this entire episode. The entire episode, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I would have still been in that um, kind of headspace. It is cathartic in the sense that like, I can kind of understand where my parents are coming from and like why they would think about it like that and trying to be like more empathetic. I wanted to talk about also how this has affected my, I guess my mental health in general. Um, like my mental health hasn't, uh, like I've never been diagnosed with anything. Like I've never been to a psychiatrist except for this one time. I've had moments when I think back in my teens and my childhood where um, I think back and I'm like, oh, you know what? My mental health wasn't the best back then. Or like there were there are moments in, in time, which, which is kind of like your physical health. And you know how we talk about mental health in, in, our, in our work. It's like you have mental health, you have like mental disorder, you have like uh, mental distress. Um, and, you know, if, you're, if it's a disorder, then it's like interfering with your life functions and it's like prolonged, right? But I'm just like specifically talking about mental health. You might not have the best mental health all the time. And you could have like bad mental health, even if you don't have any good, you don't have any uh, disorders or you're dealing with your disorders, like in, a, in the best way, you still can have bad mental health. And in the opposite way, you know, like you can still have good mental health, even if you're dealing with a disorder. Um, I was going to say that I think it had been a barrier for me, like coming out, uh, n- not coming out, um, where I couldn't talk to a lot of people about things. Um, and I think that's kept me as a reserved kind of person before, like in with my family, like I didn't talk to them a lot and I didn't want to share because I, I think I felt that like if I shared, then I would, it would lead to me sharing about my sexuality. Yeah, so I think this has opened the door for me to be closer to my family. Um, so in that way, like my relationships and how like you know how it affects my mental health, coming out the coming out experience does kind of affect your your mental health. The coming out process can kind of feel uh, like it's a lot, and like people will cry and like you know like. Um, it has a lot of emotional um, baggage, I want to say. Even, I don't know if that's the right word, but attached to it. You know, like with family and friends and your like, relationships and, you know, like becoming your true self. I'm doing air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think I just kind of breathed through it, like without any emotions at all. I didn't cry. I didn't even feel the need like I wanted to cry. And I'm an emotional person. Are you? You say that, but I cry at all movies. Like, I cry at a lot of movies. Like, it's really easy for me sometimes to, like, um, (laughs) 
<laughs> to feel things. Mm-hmm. Um, who knew? <laughs> who knew? <laughs> I did. This is new to me. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah it's new mm-hmm. to you. Um, but <laughs> I really didn't feel a lot of emotions, and I think you were asking about how like I, I've dealt with that, um, like how, how I deal with like the coming out process myself. And one thing that I talked about was, uh, I think, perspective. Um, I think coming in when you have uh, an expectation of how everything's going to go and um, you've already expected the worst, that's kind of like one of the one of the strategies that you can use to kind of prepare yourself, right, for things like this. You can talk about, or you can think about the worst that can happen, like, them disowning me and then being comfortable which <laughs> is mean, oh, not you where know. is this going <laughs> no no no. i was gonna say um even if it didn't happen like just being comfortable with that i think like i was very comfortable with that like being disowned the family from the family <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no but i had to like had to like have that perspective for me to be ready that like even if the worst came like i'd still be ready I, I'm ready for whatever comes my way kind of thing. And also having perspective about how, like, okay, like, I understand how my parents would feel about this. Um, like, I understand where she's, my mom's coming from, from her religion. Like, I've read the text. I've, like, watched all the videos. Like, she sends me, like, videos of, like, you know, like, uh, especially, <laughs> like, church, like, pastors, like, talking about, uh, you know, condemning the gays and... She sent you this? Yeah, she sends she sends me these things. Or like she would send me like videos of like a person being like exer or what do you call it? It's like an exorcism. Uh-huh. And then like, you know, they they like they were gay before and then now they're not gay. Or they'll what? they'll be like these A conversion. Yeah, a conversion. But like so there are like two like she sends me like conversion therapy like testimonies. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, as well. But, like, there's also, like, a video of, like, you know, sometimes, like, the pastor will, like, touch the other person in the head. And then, like, they'll do, like, a little, like, shake kind of thing. It's, like, mm-hmm. a different denomination of uh, of Christianity. Mm. Um, and they'll, like, have, like, a, a reaction to, like, the Holy Spirit. And then, um, like, the devil kind of leaves their body, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and they, they will like vomit they will actually like vomit or the what mm. they say is like they fall mm. in quotes like they would get touched in the in the head and they just like basically like free fall down um so she sent me like these videos uh, like of, still yeah okay yeah of course <laughs> oh my god and i watched them why it's <laughs> like i i uh i know what's happening like i know like that these are what is in the videos. And so I just watch it so that I can tell her that I've watched them. And I, and then, oh, oh, I forgot to tell you the part where both my parents were talking about how I should send them to. Or they were like, oh, you know what? Maybe you should try conversion therapy. Um, just so that you, like, you know, t- take that off the list to make sure that you you completely can't be converted. And I'm like, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I won't be. Mm-hmm. But I, I did tell them, I was like, uh, I would do it just to please you mm-hmm. because I'm a good son, you know, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. intention of it actually doing anything. No, no. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I told them, I was like, well, I would do it for you, but I wouldn't be happy doing it. And 
uh, I wouldn't change. I know that a hundred percent. Like if you trust me, then um, you would believe me, and I won't change. But I would do it just so that it would please you. Wow. But yeah, I mean, I do mean it when I say it. But mm-hmm. I'm also hoping that they understand where I'm coming from and that they won't make me do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's basically my coming out story. <laughs> kind of long drawn. Plus, like, <laughs> commentation on the side. Yeah. Do you have any questions? <laughs> Whoa, that was a lot. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. First of all, you know what's so surprising, and I told you this already, mm. though? But it's, like, this is a very... It, it would be traumatic for a lot of people. Yeah. You know? Like, constantly being told, oh, I need, you need to change. You need yeah. to convert, because what you are is not okay. But you're so chill about it. And not... I don't think... It, everyone would be as chill as you are but and I think it goes into what you're saying of you you're able to manage your emotions and not be uh not be like heavily swayed I guess yeah I mean I think a part of it is that I have a weird relationship with my parents that like makes me able to kind of detach I think a lot of people like families like everything Mm -hmm. um so I think not being accepted would would hurt a lot but mm-hmm. for me it's just like kind of knew this was happening mm-hmm. um so it uh it was expected mm. i think everything like went as i expected yeah not saying that you can always expect like uh not not yeah i'm not saying that this is going to be the case for everybody mm-hmm. but just knowing who your parents are yeah their reaction wasn't different Surprising. than what you thought yeah Mm. They're actually worse. It, it was worse than you. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. a little bit worse. Mm. I mean, this is like kind of like in the wor- bad-ish side of scenarios. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that they would be like, "Oh, yeah, it's totally fine," like cause, because they're like logical kind of people, mm-hmm. and they're like partially educated. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> on the topic, I mean, partially mm. educated on the topic. Mm-hmm. I want to hear more about the mental health aspect of this. Uh, coming out experience for you Mm -hmm. yeah so I think I was gonna talk more about how I dealt with the situation afterwards Mm -hmm. um I mean I did talk to a lot of people about it um Mm -hmm. not like friends even in general but uh, there were a few people that I met while I was in Thailand on tinder (laughs) (laughs) the tinder equivalent Oh, really? Um, is there no Tinder in Thailand? It's, it's no, 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 they, there is. Oh, but, um, that's awesome. The gate is just a different app. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been talking to, like, a couple people, and then I just told them about what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, verbalizing something and verbalizing your feelings, um, for me, can be helpful just to put things in perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, hearing everybody's reaction and hearing how, like, you know, oh, like, how does that feel, that kind of thing. And I kind of just going through the process of understanding your emotion, that's one thing. Another thing is, I think, having support. Like, I think for for, peop- for some people, I think you have to, you know, you want to talk to your best friend about it, that kind of thing, um, so that you can have the affirmation that, like you feel the love you know from the other person so that you don't feel as alone in in that moment to me like what was most important was really the perspective kind of 
idea that like if you have been ready for what's coming um and you understand your emotion like i think the whole the whole process kind of went much easier for me mm-hmm. because of that mm. yeah and but then i wanted to talk as well about you know like being able to be at that place you have to have a good mental health i feel and that includes you know eating right and being in like good physical health and you know exercising sleeping well and all these other things just to you know make sure that you're in the right place the best place mm-hmm. um and that all probably contributes to to making you feel okay so what about now like fast forward to a few months later yeah what is your relationship like now with your parents um it's gone back to you know uh how are you i'm good <laughs> uh tell me more about your work okay uh, i'll t- send you some pictures mm-hmm. um which is like very i think very normal mm-hmm. um because we're not like there face to face i don't really call them like we never have like deep long discussions mm-hmm. which is why my dad really wanted to have the discussion like right then and there mm-hmm. um but yeah um I don't know really where we are. I hope my dad's like dealing with it um, well. The other reason that I really didn't want to like tell him is because he's a very anxious kind of person and he has insomnia and like related to his anxiety. So I didn't want to make it worse by making him worry. And I lied before when I said I didn't cry. I totally forgot about this. But um, I had to come out to my... Um, aunt as well who is a doctor because my dad was like worried you know about my health and what like being gay means and you know um all that stuff so I had to talk to my my aunt and you know in in Thailand your extended family is like really close to you and my aunt lives right next to me and I've seen her kids grow up my cousins like grow up right like next to me um, we go to like family dinners together, that kind of thing, like a really whole big whole family feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I told her and she like gave me the support, she was like, "No, like it's totally fine. Like I'm, I accept you for who you are. Like live your best life. Yeah. Um, I'm only worried about you. Like I'm just worried about you, like and your health, mm-hmm. and like um." I mean, she still has like that backwards kind of thinking, and not backwards, but like um, she was still worried about like HIV transmission and all that stuff mm. um, here. Like in like uh, the story is kind of different, like between here and Thailand, because like you know there are a lot of HIV people living with HIV in Thailand mm. Mm, more than there are here. Um, so it's a kind of a different story. But she was like she showed genuine concern for my well being, yeah. and I cried because of that. Oh my gosh. And that's why I've been <laughs> I've been like uh conducting myself in a different way, I think, because it used to be like, oh, I don't really care about it's my body, I can do whatever I want kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but now it's kind of like, you know what? I have to care about. I have to treat my body well because other people care about me. Wow. Yeah. So that has been something that's changed because of this. That's so heartwarming. Yeah. I didn't know you had it in you. Oh my <laughs> Stop. Lauren gives me a hard time. <laughs> I mean, how but, can I not? No, it's true. I give mm. her a hard time, too. Well, not as much. <laughs> Strictly one-sided relationship. No. Um, 
the team can attest to this. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that story. Cause, yeah. Thanks well, for having me. No, uh, this is the first time my coming out story is going to be public. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm excited. Are you nervous? It's going to be on the internet forever. Do you have any closing remarks to leave our listeners? Yeah, I just wanted to say that I think the whole thing that I've talked about, my whole experience, it's for it's what I've been through. I think having the right people around you, and I think um, having the support uh, of friends and family, or even strangers, like in my case, that mm-hmm. you can talk to. Yeah. Um. After after a situation like this, just so that you know, you can kind of process through the whole thing and know that you are loved, know that you yeah. you are important, mm-hmm. and know that you you know you can get through this, and. Yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you. And I think especially the part where um, you were saying how you were talking to people uh, like on the apps and they, and they probably like had similar experience oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or are going to similar things as you. And like mm-hmm. even if you don't know them off the bat, like it could be helpful to, to talk about it with them. Yeah. Did you find that? I did, I did. Yeah. Um, so there was this one guy that lived right next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking on the apps about these things. And I'd never felt reaffirmed before mm-hmm. until, like, until it happens. And then you can, f- now I understand how great it feels to be in other people's company. Or, like, that, you know, you can get through this. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was so cheesy before when people said, like, you know, like, I've been in your shoes and you can get through this. Or, like, how sometimes people are, like... Um, oh, like I'm an inspiration because I've come out like this. And I could never relate to people like that because I knew that they didn't have the same experiences that I did. Like even though when, you know, you see somebody being really inspirational, but you don't really know their life, I can't really relate to them at that level. But like I talked to this guy and like our life experiences were very similar. And like hearing him say like, or hearing him reaffirm, like, my thoughts and, you know, my feelings. Mm-hmm. It just feel it just felt really good. And I think, yeah, people kind of undervalued, or I, I undervalued that. Until you had that experience yeah. that you felt, oh, wow, this is actually a nice feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, talk to your people. Mm-hmm. Feel the love. Feel mm-hmm. yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Live your advice. best life. Oh, back to the... <laughs> I think that's where we uh, we close off for today. Thank you, Rit, for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Lauren, for having me. Of course. It's been so fun. (laughs) Why did you say it like I had to force you to say that? Because she has a gun pointed at my face right now. Yeah, I'm pretty violent. (laughs) As you can tell. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked it, you can like my Facebook page or you can subscribe on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks again, Rit, and we'll see you next time. See ya.